You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in the 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shurgunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses. Today, I want to share with you an interview I did a little while ago for the Money Boss Summit on topic that um, it's actually a good time to revisit, not just at the beginning of the year, but really any time of the year, every Monday, every, every, every day of the week. And so I'm talking about finding more time. And so Emily Martinez um, is someone who went on this journey of figuring out how she can hack more time in her into her daily life. And so join me to kind of a, a tune in into our conversation and really start to understand why more time um, in your life, right? And when it comes to not only organizing your your own schedule, your daily schedule, weekly, monthly, looking at how you can streamline and hack more time into household operations and chores, right? And those dishes that nobody likes to wash and clean the house and do the laundry and grocery shopping. Uh, but also, how do you have more time in, in finding those uh, special moments for the relationship with your significant other? And as well as for those of you who have business, um, that is a big, big question, right? So join me for this interview. Um, I'm excited to share it with you. Hi, everyone. My name is Anna Shurgunina, and I am your host. Today, I'm joined by a dear friend, Emily Martinez, and we are going to be discussing a very interesting topic. I think in the world that we live today, where not just with the pandemic happening, right, but just the world we're in today where there's so much to do, so many things to see, um, and life to live, and especially when it comes to our personal finances, finding those time hacking um, strategies, ideas, tips, and being the most productive with not only our time, but everything else is really top of mind. So Emily is going to share some light with us and to how is it all possible. Um, but before we get started, Emily, welcome. Um, welcome to our uh, show. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be speaking to you and your audience. I love sharing time hacking stuff. I know. So let me just give a little bit of an introduction um, uh, about Emily, and um, she has an interesting story, and then we're going to get into um, really uh, diving into the details. So um, Emily is the owner of Village Chimney Sweep, a San Diego oldest chimney sweeping and dryer, uh, dryer vent cleaning company. She purchased this business from a family in 2018 without having any prior experience. I think I can relate to that. Um, I bought my business in uh, 2014. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, I know what you've, what you've been going through. So Emily quickly realized that she needed some education and solid tools, right, to run her, her business successfully. And that's what sent her onto this time hacking journey. Um, she's now the founder and creator and chief 
time hacker of denim automation, a company dedicated to helping home service companies find the right tools and tactics to hack more time into their busy lives. I am all ears, Emily, for how do you how do we do it all? Um, and um, I actually found I googled the definition of time hack. Cause I was like, there's gotta be some, some definition that would make sense. Cause I, I think I know what it means, but you know how sometimes you, you think you know what the word means and when you really look it up. So um, I'm just gonna start with this. It, so the definition that I found says a time hack, it's a military term and it means taking a note of current time. I think it well, makes sense. Like, right. There's not a crazy, <laughs> crazy yeah. definition. So, so share with us, please, of like the importance of time hacking and find those productivity right moments when it comes to like really all of the different parts of our life, um, personal, you know, household. Um, all of us have some something going on at home. Um, some of us have relationships that we're in where you know if you aren't finding the time or energy for that, and of course. Just like you and I, uh, many of the listeners today have their businesses. So like, how do we do it all is my question. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that's kind of where I started too. So, uh, you know, I'll give you a little bit of my backstory. In 2018, I was, um, I had just had a baby. And so um, when I was in the process of buying my business, I was pregnant and I had just had a baby. And so like when the actual sale went through, I had an infant. And so, um, that in itself forces a person to time hack because I had a brand new business and a brand new baby. And I couldn't hang out on the phone all the time because kids are loud. And so there were certain processes that I had to solve. And on top of it, like I have ambitions. And so I wanted to grow my business into something more than what it was more than what I purchased it for. And so, um, I had a lot of these lofty goals and I had these ideas about how I could do all of these things. And what I quickly learned was that the processes that I, I had either put in place myself or inherited were totally lacking. And so I spent the time during those formulative months, um, really focusing on just one thing. I was like, what if I just got rid of paper? And so when I went through all of my processes, I was like, can I do this without paper? Can I do this without thing? And then as soon as I solved that, as soon as I got rid of paper in my business, then I was like, okay, next, can I spend less time on the phone? And so then all of my thought processes were about like getting rid of phone time. Um, and so I realized very quickly on that I couldn't even think about growing my business or spending more time with my family or any of these things until I could get more time in my life, um, until I could remove some things from my plate and make some automations, get some automations in place. Um, and then after that, then I could start to think about expanding. And so, um, for me, like once I realized that I needed to, to hack some more time in my life, it became really like clear. And so my clarity was that I needed better tools. So the first step in solving 
my, my system was to implement the right tools. Once the right tools were in place, then things flowed properly um, and I could start to do more. Um, although I have said, and I continue to stay, say that the purpose of my time hacking efforts are not necessarily to cram more into my day and to accomplish more, but rather to be more present. So um, I've recently sort of changed my mentality about this. Um, it's so easy. Like so many of us are in the cycle of busyness. And so, um, and it's like the simplest thing to do to say yes to one more project. Like, oh, it's not a big deal. It'll only take me like 10 hours. Like I could spend that over a few weeks, like piece of cake. But that's a lot of time away from doing something that maybe you want to do like 10 hours with my kids. Like we could go for walks, we can play games, like do all of these other fun things that matter, not just to them, but also to me. And so, um, in a lot of ways it's easier. Like it's the, the best thing to do is to think about what you can get away with not doing. Um, when you are sort of filtering through your time hacks. So I sort of thought through some of my, you know, my best things when I am organizing my day. Um, and you know, the reason why the, really the reason why I put these organizational hacks into place is because I really enjoy slow time. I enjoy getting up um, before my kids and reading for a half an hour. Um, I enjoy when they get up, like hanging out with them. And so I enjoy those, the slower parts of my day. And so um, for me, that's my motivation is to find more chunks of the day where I can enjoy the time at a pace that is my own and not reacting to someone else's project. Um, and so, you know, in terms of, of like how to do that, um, you know, the, everybody has their own techniques. We'll totally go over those in the, the bonus section. Um, but one of the, the things that I realized, you know, one of the, if there's a silver lining to a pandemic, <laughs> I guess this is sort <laughs> is of a silver lining. Um, early on when this happened, everybody was like, there were all of these like internet memes, like pandemic time, you know, like everything is warped and it got mushy and suddenly like you were losing track of days and weeks. And that totally happened to me. And it scared me. I mean, you're, you're a parent, you know, like you exactly. want to like treasure all of these memories and you want to make everything um, matter. And so, you know, I, after working so hard to get all of these processes into place, now I had my kids at home and things were like weird and nothing was memorable. And so I started to look for time hacks that were specific to like slowing things down and making things more memorable. So I'll be sure to share all of those in the business, but that was like my main motivation, um, to like upping the game in this, this time hacking quest. Um, and then, you know, things weren't getting done in the house too. Like I, my kids, they're, they're kids. I have, um, an eighth grader and a fifth grader and a three-year-old and the three-year-old is, is chaos incarnate. Um, and her siblings don't help out either. And so 
now like there's like messes everywhere, but that in itself is so distracting. So I had to adjust and like make some time hacks to, cause what was working when the kids were at school, like there's all of these new systems, but it was so important to like find those brief moments to solve these larger household chaos to make sure that things are keep, keep moving forward. Um, and then, and then my poor husband, like he, we joke about it, but it kind of breaks my heart a little bit because, you know, without all of these time hacks, unfortunately, like, I think I'm not alone when I say that my relationship gets shoved to the bottom of the priority list. You're like, Hey, you're really cool. And I, I also joke, I'm a little bit, we have kind of a twisted sense of humor in my house, but I tell my kids like, Hey, your dad's the only one out of you people that I picked. Like I got huh. stuck with the rest of you. So. You had a choice there. <laughs> right. So they know I'm joking. I promise. They get lots of hugs. They love them. But yeah. um, nonetheless, like we, but still like we end up joking, like, Hey, I'm lower than the dog on the priority list. And you know what? Like, in a lot of ways, it, it breaks my heart, but yeah, like I have to feed the dog. I have to stop what I'm doing to make sure the dog's okay. But like that guy, he's good. Like, I don't have to worry about him, <laughs> you know, at least, so, at least one, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, all of these, like we're starting to implement these time hacks and luckily I'm putting together this amazing summit right now. Um, that's all speaking to a bunch of different experts. And one of the experts I got to talk to, um, is, called is um, Marilyn and Enrique Ortega and they specify or they specialize that's the word um in couple entrepreneurs so their company is Duonomic Entrepreneurs and they talked about some of their hacks the time hacks that they have in place for their relationship and I mean it's amazing and I will definitely share those on their the bonus that sounds good I, I think oh, yeah, All yeah, it, you know, to that. and poor, uh, poor significant others, right? I, right, they're in survival mode, and I, yeah, I don't mean to neglect, and like, my husband's awesome, he brought me lunch, and you know, like, all of these things, but I'm like, I'll get to you later, man, and it's, <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, finally, like, the business part is the, like you said, like, the business part is the part that I spend so much time on, um, you know, for business, you want to be as productive as possible. Obviously that is like the one piece of my life where I try to like maximize my output for um, business. And it's hard. It's super hard when you work from home, like I do with my kids who are doing virtual learning, but um, you know, the productivity and the, one of the best like hacks that I, I learned in this, I'm going to share right now, um, is creating a highlight. Um, and that is something that I use for all of those like channels. So what I do is I write at the end of my night, the night before and put it on a sticky note. It's right here. Um, my highlight for the day. So it could be something personal. Like on Sunday, it was uh, play games with my son who's 10. Like he loves game day. And so we had a game day. Um, and so that was like our main thing. But for business, a lot of times during the week, I have a productivity time hack that I have to accomplish. So my highlight is to do the one big thing 
that solves whatever I need in that day. Um, because one of the authors that I was reading, if you ever get the chance to read make time, it's phenomenal. The, the, the guys that wrote, it, I can't remember their names. I'm sorry, but the guys that wrote it, we can link, we can link up the, the book. Okay, good. Sounds yeah. Good. Yeah. I'll follow up with it the author's names, but they were both uh, Google employees. And so they sort of did on like a way more scientific uh, scale than what I can do. Um, they made these little thought experiments about like the best way to be, to accomplish what you need to accomplish. And so, you know, these guys addressed like your energy levels. Like sometimes it's not a good idea to spend the afternoon working if in the afternoon you are like dead, like pick something else, like do something brainless at that time, pick your, your good, like thought time at a time when your brain is working the best. And for me, it's, you know, before dawn. So I make sure that I do all of my good work at that time. And then I do the other work that I want to do, but maybe, um, doesn't require as much thought and concentration. To a later time. So just making that quick little switch can increase your productivity so much, so much. I love it. Yes. I, I think I, I can relate to you as well. Very much. I'm more of a morning person. I jump out of bed. Like this morning I was out of bed at four 30. Uh, my alarm is set for five and that's kind of like my time to do, um, you know, things that I um, care about or just, uh, I had, yeah, I was up at four 30 and I feel good. Um, and you know, I've, I've got an extra 30 minutes to, um, to work on things that I'm important, you know, uh, interested in and, uh, really like you, know, when you think about, okay, can you, can you read for 30 minutes, right? Or can you read 10 pages? Or like, I've been um, trying to get back um, into meditating and I'm like, you know what? Um, I have 10 minutes. Like I'm going to just start real easy and just do it. So um, I, I really love um, the, you know, the, the opportunity to do it before like the real life kicks in and the family and, and everything starts. Um, something else that I found helpful too, and I like how you, what you refer to it. I think it's a, it's somewhat similar. You talked about the highlight of, you know, for the day or of the day. Um, I do, um, I, uh, keep a gratitude journal. So I, at the end of the, at the end of the day, I just sit down and then just write like five things I'm grateful for. For this day and so it's kind of it, it forces me to th you know to think oh yeah i mean it's it is always your family and the loved ones but i'm like okay i say this all the time but what else like you're starting to um to really dig deeper and see okay wow yeah today i you know i did this and that that feels good so like i'm fine i'm trying to find these highlights just calling them differently so it's been really um it it helps quiet the mind and um, really give it a rest. So I love that. Uh, I'm going to maybe rephrase my gratitude <laughs> practice to the highlight of the day. Uh, you know, there's like some studies where they're saying like, if you like pre-frame with gratitude, then, you know, the next step, like the next thing you work toward is so much more um, efficient and productive. So there's a lot to be said, like the gratitude, gratitude is so important. Yeah. Mindset. I, 
I know, I know. And I kind of go in and out with it, meaning like some nights or some evenings are like so exhaustedly, you know, exhaustedly tired. They're like, oh, I want to write my gratitude journal, like scribble something close, <laughs> pass <Right>. out. <laughs> Good but, <laughs> but I noticed something like those nights is when I have like the weirdest dreams or like, you know, your mind is still spinning, spinning from the day before. And it's just, uh, I, I think it's, um, do you think that, uh, one of the probably perhaps hacks in all of this um, for us to take away is perhaps staying consistent with whatever it is that you're doing that will carry you through. Like I'm, I'm just like seeing my, you know this for myself, and I'm like thinking, is this like the the ultimate hack um, for everything? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know what? One of my um, my business mentors. I was in a, a mastermind previously. And one of the things that he said that really super stuck with me was that everything works and everything doesn't work. So really all you need to do is to pick what you know will work for you. So once you've picked it and you commit to it, make it work. And then, you know, obviously like if you're trying it and it's like forcing a square peg through a round hole, then perhaps you could pick a different tool. But point being like, if you focus and you turn something into yours and you make the process yours, um, then yeah, you're absolutely right. Like stick to it, make it, make it something consistent and then yeah, it'll, it'll show results. Exactly. It's awesome. I appreciate it. Well, Emily, I know you're, um, you mentioned that you, um, um, launching your own summit all about time hacking. And, um, I think I'd love for everyone to know how they, um, can actually participate because there's, there's definitely more than we can share in this short interview. Uh, wow. and I know you've brought up some awesome people from, uh, and speakers from all over the place. And I, I would love to know myself. So would you share it with our audience, please? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the summit is called the Time Hacking Summit. And um, I had this idea to bring all these people together because, like I said, when all of this coronavirus started, like I needed to solve some things and other people were solving things. So I wanted to find out what they were doing. So, um, you know, it is starting on September 24th and it goes for 24 hours, but you can still access everything after the fact if you purchase the all access pass. So you can uh, connect through the link, um, right? There'll be a link. There so, will be a link below the video. Yes. We'll yes. Yeah. So you can find it through there. Um, there's lots of speakers. Really, like I, I created it. So the first day is all about your personal time. And so um, we'll be talking about personal financing, finances, and also some teachers will be on too to talk about virtual learning. Um, and then I'm blanking on the other things, but the next one is all about your team's time. And so managing a team, um, working with, uh, you know, VAs, working with creating a like a, a service team and things like that. And so, and then the next day is all about your company's time. So putting the time hacks in place to solve all of the larger company things that are going on. So, um, that's what we have in store for the time hacking summit. Yes, that's awesome. I, I think I think it's very relevant to uh, what everyone is going uh, is going through, and whether you do have your own business or you you know want to improve all of the areas of your life. I think it's uh, it's definitely worth checking out. Well, thanks everyone for uh, tuning in. Hey, money boss! Thanks for tuning in today. 
If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone. Uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.